Hello and welcome to episode 13, lucky 13, of Digital Theory Podcast. This is a show where three regular dudes talk about video games and assorted geekery. This is Micah, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, as usual, Ryan and Mark. What's up, guys? How's it going? Pretty good. Hope you guys are. Welcome back. Good to be back. Another week down. Yes, sir. Pretty, pretty, uh, good, good week in uh, terms of gaming news as well. Pretty chaotic week in some ways, uh, but a lot of things have been happening. Does anybody want to go first and share some some news? Um, yeah, I'll hit it off just because one of my articles uh, kind of relates to the last episode, Micah, when you brought up uh, 007. Mm-hmm. Um, did you see where the a canceled GoldenEye remake is now playable on PC? I did see that uh, running at up to 4K, which the 360 wouldn't be able to do anyway. But interesting that they that they made it uh, possible. Yeah, the um, the article I read, which was from PC Gamer, uh, said that you would have even been able to switch between like the Nintendo 64 graphics and the new HD visuals, um, which of course we all know Halo Combat Evolved did. But this would have predated that game by two years. Oh wow, which is pretty uh, impressive. Interesting, and I think is it is it true that you have to have an emulator to run it? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure at least, because um, the tagline at the top of the article says, "No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to emulate." Oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Either emulator or modded console. Martin, did you say you didn't play that original one, or did you? I did not. Oh, then this is your moment. I know. I thought about downloading it, uh, but the only thing is, you know, they don't have multiplayer or anything, which is what I've heard is big about the game. Well, it says online multiplayer. I don't know. Maybe yeah, but can... but Micah, you can chime in, but the campaign was really good, too. Yeah, for the time, the campaign was fantastic, especially if you... What I would say is watch the movie first and then play the campaign. And there's there's a ton of cool tie-ins. Like it's basically a, you're replaying the movie's plot. Um, but yeah, the campaign is really good. The, the opening level is is still iconic. Maybe I'll uh, watch that movie soon and play through the game and well, I'll give a 20 year later opinion on the game. <laughs> I will say this, the game is better than the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Not a sentence uh, often repeated. No, no, I, you know, all mad respect to Pierce Bronson, but uh, yeah, no. the the movie was well. I guess for the time it was okay, but compared to the newer James Bond, it's it's not great. Well, not to move on from, not to give Daniel Craig his respected limelight, <laughs> um, but the other article I found, apparently Amazon's new CEO Andy Jassy um, wants to make a quote hit game with amazon game studios <laughs> so what would this game even be like what 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 kind of subject would it even go with i don't know um i didn't even know it but the article taught which i don't know which also comes from pc gamer um it talks about a free-to-play shooter called crucible that flopped so hard amazon game studios actually unreleased it and then retroactively canceled the project which i've yeah. never heard of that game yeah, it, it was so it was terrible. I, I never played it, but uh, it was kind of it was supposed to be Amazon's big breakout game and they're going to be the 
they were going to be the the new sheriff in town, you know, and it, it just didn't work out that way. So have you been following their MMO New World? I haven't. Uh, after Crucible, I just said, you know what? Uh, I'm going to wait until, until I hear from uh, word of mouth. Well, this article <clears throat> kind of they slam Amazon. Um, oh. <laughs> let's see if I can find the paragraph. It says um, there are reportedly internal problems at Amazon Game Studios. A Bloomberg report published in January claims that the studio cultivated a bro culture and suffered from a lack of experience in upper management. Not cool, bro. Mm. But I guess uh, I guess we'll be looking for Amazon's new hit game. Exactly. Playable on the KFC uh, system, of course. <laughs> Strange times we live in. Absolutely. For sure. Well, if you're – I don't want to interrupt you, Martin, but if you're done with that one, I found a similar article, uh, which was that Google Stadia – shut down their internal studio yeah not surprised so they did say that they there were no plans for stadia itself to shutter but um just the internal studio where they were not going to continue to focus on making games for it yeah so they were going to rely on third party yeah i, I say i thought that stadia was an interesting idea but i don't think it i just don't think we're there yet um, playing a video game off the cloud is tough for me to jump into. Yeah, I was going to say it's good that they're taking a step back from game development, development, and maybe they just need to focus on improving the platform um, and making it, uh, I guess, more um, feasible to play from the cloud. Yeah, I mean, I think it's got a lot of potential. Yeah. But I, yeah. I, I like the physical hardware myself. I don't oh, want to rely on, you know, my internet provider, you know. Right. Too many too many things that could go wrong there. Yeah. Well, not to talk about my uh, favorite, I guess, recent topic that I always mention, but Game Pass um, <laughs> has... Uh, a on the game pass app on the on your phone you can play via the cloud some of the games on game passes catalog and so far it actually works pretty well uh, i was shocked how well it does work now you got to be on wi-fi with your phone like you, you i've not tried it on data but i assume that it would be terrible um so stadia has some competition uh, microsoft's kind of stepping into that arena now Oh, I think like for mobile games, I don't think that would probably be a problem, you know, just because, right. you know, the horsepower required for mobile is not anything similar to like a PS5 or Series X. Mm -hmm. So I think I think mobile, I don't think there's any issue with that. I think that could easily be done based on some of the games I've played on mobile. But uh, when you start getting to the 4K stuff, you know, ray tracing, all that kind of stuff, it gets kind of wonky based on your internet right well, what was interesting is that cyberpunk apparently ran better on stadia than it did on the consoles now that is interesting yeah uh that i've read a couple articles that said that i wish i had them in front of me but um it was that was stadia's big win uh from that whole debacle was that cyberpunk actually ran pretty good on stadia although the bar was not high compared to the console, <laughs> so 
Fair enough. Well, Micah, you have any news? I know we've been jumping around. Uh, I do. Um, I have uh, news I'm personally excited for. I sent you guys a text uh, when I got when I when I got the date. Um, but Mass Effect Legendary Edition is officially coming out May 14th, um, and I could not be more excited uh, to to play uh, the the updated versions of those games, especially the first one. Um, I read an article today that talked about, I think it was on IGN, that talked about uh, how much work they put into uh, remastering that first Mass Effect game uh, because it's out of the whole series, obviously being the oldest, I think it was released in 2007, that it's it's definitely the roughest. It's aged, you know, the least gracefully. Uh, but I'm excited to, uh, to play it. The videos look good. Um, the screenshot comparisons from the original to what they have done with it now look really good um, all the dlcs included except for pinnacle station which was by far the worst dlc out of all of all 40 of them uh so super stoked there you go mark it's your moment again i know um <clears throat> i think the trilogy is on ea play and i've thought about downloading them but i keep holding out for the re-release dude just wait till may so I'm definitely, I'm excited. There's like a, a release date attached to it. Yeah, and it's not. I think it's two weeks before school gets out for summer break, so it's perfect. And right at that summer drought, there's no game releases. It's going to be perfect for me. Are you going to try and get all the achievements like you did with Ghost of Tsushima? Uh, probably. I I almost <laughs> uh, have them all already on just playing the original series on my 360. Um, so I'll, I'll go through and do it again. No problem. I love those games. Good stuff. Um, I have another uh, piece of news from the gaming business world. Uh, Gearbox Entertainment was purchased today um, by a uh, holding group that's been kind of making moves and purchasing a bunch of uh, development studios, but this is by far their highest um their highest profile acquisition. Um, but they're, they're purchased by the Embracer group today. Uh, Saber Studios is also owned by Embracer um, or held by Embracer. Uh, so I think everybody's still gonna be doing their same jobs. 2K is still publishing the Borderlands games, um, but but Embracer is, is making moves. They, they're also, re they used to be called THQ Nordic AB, um, but they rebranded. Um, so it was kind of a kind of a big big news in the gaming world. They were bought for 1.3 billion dollars today. Wow, that's insane. Yeah, um, that is insane. So it's uh, it's interesting. Uh, we'll see. They're they're buying up, like I said, a lot of uh, different development studios. So I'll be interested to see what what they have coming out. Uh, you know, down down the line, a few four to six years uh, from now. Now, that's the same company. They made Subnautica, didn't they? Uh, I'm thinking of something. Wrong. Look, hold on a second. I can tell you. Subnautica was made by. Uh, Unknown Worlds, Panic Button, Shiny Shoe, Grip Digital. Are you talking about Gearbox? Yes. Let me see. They made Borderlands, um, and they also were doing the. Uh, 
Yeah. Some of the new uh, Gears of War um, uh, coding. They also made Battleborn. Is an MMO shooter. Um, What's probably, odd is I'm looking on their website. I don't see that game, but whenever I Google it, I see their logo on the game. So that's kind of odd. Yeah, maybe they published or maybe did something. Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah, it looks like Borderlands is their most popular there. Yeah. Oh, easily. Yeah. Easily. And then got all, some old ones though. Everybody's favorite Duke Nukem Forever. That didn't suck at all when it came out. <laughs> uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3. Wow. 007 Nightfire. Another another uh, Pierce Bronson uh, 007 game. Mark, here's your moment. I got a lot of catching up to do. <laughs> Coming up, man. Brothers in Arms. That Those games were fun. Dude, those, those games were sick. Uh, yeah, Serious Sam. Not Serious Sam. Uh, Bullet Storm, excuse me. Yeah, okay. Well, interesting. Hmm. Uh, that's about all I have on that. I have one more uh, new story, unless you'd like to go, Ryan. I know you have another one as well. Uh, no, go ahead. Mine okay. kind of leads into what I've been playing, so okay, we'll cool. just kind of se- segue right into it. Sounds good. Um, my last piece of news is for the PC gaming front. Um, one of my favorite strategy games uh, is getting a new edition. Uh, Total War, Warhammer 3 is coming out in 2021. Um, if you're a fan of the Total War games and you like the Warhammer universe, I highly recommend these. They're really good. So I haven't played the Warhammer. I played Shogun too. Mm-hmm. Do tell the comparison. Oh man, they don't. It. Oh, the... Basically, basically, I got it as a free download, and whenever Steam or one of those companies were giving them away, right? And I enjoyed it. It was fun. Um, so yeah, I, I will say that the Warhammer games, um, the Total War Warhammer games, are a completely different beast compared to like the historical games, um, like Shogun or Attila or, or Rome or any of those. Um, Warhammer is obviously much, uh, much more high fantasy. Um, your hero units are incredibly powerful. Um, it's still the same base game, turn-based. You're managing resources and conquering the map, um, but your troop variety is is higher. Each each battalion of soldiers they have special skills that uh, you can use. Uh, each faction has multiple champions that you can put in the field, and they're kind of like a mobile army on their own. Um, it's it's just really cool. Plus, if you if you're into the Warhammer lore, uh, you'll you'll really dig it. Sounds great. I'll have to check that one out then. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Um, the other two have been fantastic. Warhammer 2, probably the, the better of the, the two. So um, Warhammer 3, looking very much uh, to it. Well, that all you got, Micah? That's it. I am newsed out. Well, I have some news that I'm personally super excited about. Um. But college football is back. We just talked about this. So this podcast is doing some, I don't know. We can see into the future, I guess. Apparently. Um, so first of all, let's let's step back to last week's podcast. We talked about uh, maximum football. 
maximum football. And I think Mark and I can both speak for this game because we downloaded it as we said we were going to. It's the only game I've played this week. And (laughs) I don't know if your review is as great as mine, but I would give it a – out of five stars, I'm going to give it a .2. Oh. Yeah, that's where that's about the ballpark I was thinking. I can't I can't even justify a half star on that game. Yeah, it's bad. So you're just uh, giving it point two because it boots and run. Yeah. So who was the guy's name on the cover, Micah? You remember? Doug Flutie. He needs to get a refund for using <laughs> his name. Whoever he is. I don't know him, but smirching Doug Flutie's great name. Oh, gosh, it's bad. I don't even know how else to say it. It's terrible. Um, I, I really hate I spent $10 on it, but it's gone. There's nothing I can do about it. And since I went through that agony and pain, EA Sports decided to announce that they are bringing back college football. So I'm super excited. Um, it was it was the blood sacrifice needed. <laughs> yeah. So they did say um, – I mean, I actually have the article pulled up on ESPN. That's how big a news it is. It's great. That's uh, awesome. <laughs> Tim Tebow and Kirk Herbstreit have already agreed to record, I've heard. Uh, so it's exciting. Oh, man. That's but great. Basically, EA Sports Vice President and General Manager um, said that they are returning to college football. And they're going to name it EA Sports College Football versus the old titling of NCAA Oh, football. man. Okay, well, I'm still excited for the game, but... I don't even care what they call it. The title change? Come on, guys. Maybe it's a licensing thing. I don't know. And I know in the past I said I was done pre-ordering games, but (laughs) I will pre-order this game at whatever it costs. (laughs) Whatever the cost, I will have this game. I will say that uh, when it comes out, this, this will probably be the only sports game I purchase until I hear of a Madden game being worth my money. Yes. So because maximum football was so terrible and I heard this game was coming out, <laughs> I booted up the 360 and put in NCAA football 2013. Nice. I don't have 14 because I sold it with the PS3 when I sold it, but I do have 13 still. I played it. It's still better than Madden 21 or 20. Oh, easy. So I've actually been playing a couple games on that playing through a dynasty so it's still a blast so this week ryan you're the one playing the old game that's right me the 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 worm has turned and let me tell you when i booted up the 360 it sounded like an airplane was taking off Mm -hmm. i bet compared to these new systems yep so but i think this is exciting i mean i think the last time that this was released i think it was july of 2013 wow so wow gosh that's been a long time yeah i mean when i was playing it the graphics aren't great but the gameplay is top notch right top notch still tight yeah by the way if you look on ebay for one of those copies of those games i did check it around 100 bucks oh my god for, for 2014 Oh, man, if I only had kept it. Yep. So. But, yeah, I think uh, I think people are sleeping on our podcast and the knowledge that we bring for the they following are. week. Look, we're just dropping <laughs> wisdom left and right. So. 
those are the two main games I've been playing. Um, I've also committed to production line and I did get the hundred percent achievement. Fantastic. So that game's going in the vault. I have to say, when you sent me the image of that achievement, I didn't realize that the hour requirement was going to be so high. Yes. That's a, that's a long time you played. Would you like to share? So what was it? 2000 hours, 2000 hours in the game of game time. Whew. So obviously it's not real time, but it's a, it's quite a while. I actually found myself just sitting there and letting it run for a little bit, like while I was watching it, because you I have to so. like, you have to like watch it just in case like something goes down on your line. You if you don't, you'll you'll go bankrupt because the line shut down. But um, yeah, I think it was two thousand hours of actual game time. Wow. So it, you're working in your off time, man. Yeah. So it was fun. It's done now. Check it out. Um, Production line. But that's all I've been playing. Uh, I, I have added it to my wish list uh, for the upcoming sale. Ryan, how much is that game? I think right now it's twenty-five. Is it worth twenty? Is that a twenty-five dollar game? It's not. It's not real in depth, but you know what I mean. Right. I mean, it's really not, to be honest. Fifteen ninety-nine game. Somewhere around there. Yeah. It sounds a lot like. A, a little bit bigger, better than maybe your big pharma game that you've been yeah. describing. Uh, it's fun. Cool. You would enjoy it for sure, Mark. Definitely. Maybe it'll help me out with a few classes. But it's it'll come on sale. I bought it when it was on sale. I can't remember what it was, but perfect. Yeah, I got it on the wish list. I'm gonna wait for the spring sale and, and see what they do with it. Yeah, but don't forget to save up for the uh, NCAA football game. You're gonna want that one. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. But they did say it was not releasing this year, so we yeah. got time to save. Yeah. I'm okay with it. As long as they don't screw it up like they do Madden. Yeah, I know, but we're talking about EA. Yeah. yeah. I, if they literally would just take the 360 version and just remaster it, it would be fine. And yeah. just put new rosters on it. They wouldn't even have to do that. Just just if the gameplay was good, I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care who's on it. Yeah, I mean, just update the teams, I guess. Yeah, because um, yeah, the rosters are auto-generated. Yeah, anyway. random, yeah. They, good, if they man. were smart, that's what they would do. Man, good times ahead. That's awesome. Hopefully, it'll be cross-platform play. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of games are moving that way, so uh, we'll see. But it's also been a big week for me because I don't have Call of Duty on the list either, so... Uh, yeah, I sure. noticed that. Uh, it's kind of like you, Mike. I'm getting away from the from the classics here. There you go. You got. You got. Sometimes we have to let our security blankets go. You have yeah. to walk away. So, Mark, you play anything? Just just the football? Just maximum football, man. <laughs> tell, tell me what your thoughts are on it. Looked on it. Uh, well, you know, we we kind of downloaded it together. Yep. And I remember being optimistic and within like, I don't know, maybe five minutes, you were making me apprehensive just from your comments because mine wasn't finished yet. And like, as soon as I loaded in and hit play now, bro, it was all the optimism was gone. All of it. Yeah. Um, the best way I can describe it to everybody is it looked like a PS2 game. <laughs> and none of the teams are real. 
none of the teams are real, which did them that wouldn't have bothered me if the gameplay yeah. was good. You know it's, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because the gameplay is not good, we're allowed to let that bother us. And uh, it's almost like the um, like the text for like your the scoreboard and things were like blocks. Like um, I don't know, like nothing was smooth in this game. Like everything was pixelated, like super jagged. Well, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. And I don't know if you ever figured it out, Ryan, but I never figured out how to change to anyone other than like a defensive lineman. So I did figure it out. The problem is the only control to switch player is to switch closest to the ball. So anytime you hit switch player, it takes you to the lineman over the, you know, the center. Takes you the nose guard every time. Yeah. Wow. So... Yeah. Then, so then whenever you start playing and you switch players, then you go to the one closest to the quarterback. Also, I think I told you wrong about what button the tackle button was because I thought it was Y, but I realized that, that was like making him go up for like an interception. So did you ever figure out the right way to tackle? or? I thought it was square for me. So I never that, figured out. Yeah. So it should be X maybe for you? Yeah. Let's just say uh, it, it was a terrible game. Yeah, I mean I, I didn't I didn't ridicule you guys too much, but I am super glad that I was the one that didn't drop ten dollars. because uh, I could just listen to your disappointment uh as it loaded up. I felt like at least like I felt like more than one of us had to try it though for like a control. Right. Well, you know, like I said, if it would have been here's my my thing, I figured this is a brand new game. It can't be any worse than like an old Madden game, but it was. Well, <laughs> you know, like yeah, I, was I'm bad. thinking, you know, they're new to the game, but if it looks decent and the gameplay's fun, I'm I'm fine with ten bucks, you know. Right. Yeah. But it was none of the above. Everybody, if you haven't, you need to Google this game. Go to Google Images and type in Maximum Football. The 2019, and it looks like, like the snow on the field looks like clouds. Like it looks like they're standing on, it just copied and pasted textures. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty rough. And I haven't even seen. Yeah, I was gonna say I haven't even seen it in motion, so I have no clue what the controls are like. So, Mark, how much time do you think you put into this game? Um. Well, the like quarters are like actual quarter length, and there's no like automatic cutting the time down like there is in Madden. Right. So accelerated I, clock. Yeah. So I think um, when I quit, I think there was like six or seven minutes left in the first quarter. <laughs> so you didn't even play a full game. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh man, I, I did put in the, the effort of one game. Oh man. I, I was on the track to lose anyways. Like I I I got one good touchdown and then could never figure out how to like like how the kicking worked. And then they I sucked on defense. So they, they just like walked it down the field twice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you this, I never figured out kicking. I don't know. That was the most bizarre mechanics I've ever seen in my life, but it made me very thankful for NCAA football 2013, which I'm playing now. Man, that's right. Yeah, that was. I, I, that's all I played this week. So I do have a question since we're on the football subject. 
Did anyone watch the Madden Pro Bowl by chance? No. I know we no. talked about that in the past. I did not. That was one of our news topics. I remember seeing it, but I didn't watch it. I couldn't I didn't take either. it. I... Yeah. It seemed exciting at the time when we covered it, but when it came time to watch it, I was like, you know what? I'm just It just annoys me more than anything. but i'm sure i'm sure some people uh enjoyed it so for sure yeah i mean it was a different take on it um you know it it was neat that they involved that but it's only because of the pandemic you know what i mean exactly yeah uh, like the idea is cool and i understand why they did it but like I don't know. I feel like it worked with NASCAR so well with iRacing because iRacing is so realistic and Madden is like not right. <laughs> and on top of that, it's already like super janky. And so like, I just, I don't know. I didn't care to watch like, yeah, yeah. Like I get like, it's a cool idea, but I just didn't care to watch the gameplay aspect of it. Right. Cause it yeah, was still I mean, going to operate like Madden. Yeah. You've seen, you've seen that same gameplay for over a decade. Yeah, I agree. Well, I, I think it's an interesting point, Mark, about the iRacing because what was neat about that is you could have every driver in the same race and they're physically steering a ball, you know, steering the car. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and driving. Whereas this, it's just a couple guys on a controller. You know what I mean? Right. It's completely different. Seeing and, it was randomly chosen, too. They had like celebrities and athletes. Like, it was kind of weird. Yeah. Whereas, you know, even the, what was interesting for iRacing is some of those drivers have legit like simulate simulators. Oh like, right, their seats move. I mean everything. I'm sure that's how they probably one of the ways they keep up with it in the off season. Right, and what's funny is I watched some of those iRacing um, while they were doing that during the pandemic, and it was funny. Some of the guys who weren't so high tech, they were like just had like their steering wheel <laughs> on the kitchen table. Uh, competing with those guys That's and it awesome. was it was great you know what i mean it was i think much more entertaining than the pro bowl unfortunately right. yeah pro bowl's always been kind of a joke anyway i mean not to ask i'm sure that's a hot take but uh you know not to take away from people who get voted to go to it but it's never been a really exciting game to watch no i agree with you the players are very talented and it's an honor to be chosen for that. But then when you get there, it's more like tag football. Yeah. It's like a pickup game with everybody yeah. can run a four, two. But I don't really have a solution, so I can't, right. Can't dog them too much. Thunderdome. So, yeah. I think once a year, they should do like a, a blood bowl kind of thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like a running man, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Hey, you could do like an NFL blitz game. Yeah. Remember those? Those games were legit. They're still awesome. Uh, I would buy an NFL Blitz game today if it, if one came out. I think my favorite one was for the 64, just the yep. original NFL Blitz. Yep. I spent hours playing that in middle school. There was one play called Dub Bomb, and yep. I ran that over and over on people. I just like that you could basically commit pass interference with for no penalty. Oh yeah. <laughs> Mirror everybody. And then after the play, you could just like, uh, you know, slam yeah. them and 
yeah, constantly just hit each other. That was that was what the best part of that game was. Mark, have you played that one? Nope. Go. Oh, man, Mark, you've got to play that one. Do we have to say it again? Here's your moment, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, I have this game for 64. You can come over, try it out. Dude, we'll I, definitely have to do it. I've got a couple controllers. We can multiplayer it. Get some pizzas. Dude, you'd love it. You're going to love this game. Dude, it is fantastic. Uh, it's better than the new Maddens. <laughs> oh, it sounds like it. Easily. So, yeah, like Micah was saying, you literally could line up like uh, in the, like the backfield and just as the ball was being thrown to a guy, you could just like, I don't even dive and <laughs> just take him, him out. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Every time you hit somebody, it's like getting hit with the hardest hit possible. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And then you could also do like cheat codes, but you didn't really know which cheat code you were going to get. I don't know if you remember this, Micah. I heard the big heads. Yeah, the loading screen, you would just mash buttons and you get yeah. random cheats. Yep. Big heads. There's one where you made the players really small. Yeah. Uh, made the football huge. Uh, I think there was like no first downs. Yeah. Uh, there was like a, like, a, like a moon mode where there was like zero G. Um, yeah, there was all kinds of crazy stuff you could That's do. That's awesome. And you get power ups, and it was, it's a really cool game. Oh, man, it's bringing back some good memories. I know. Now, look, next week we're going to hear about NFL Blitz being being uh, <laughs> remastered. Yeah. Do a better time, though. Now they can do it like on like the most powerful hardware. It'd be amazing. Mark, just go to – real quick, you have Google up. Yeah. Just type in NFL Blitz in 64 and just check out the graphics. <laughs> don't judge it on those, though, but <laughs> – Don't worry, don't worry. Don't worry. You, I, you were blocked oh, man. running around. Wow. Man, it looks so lifelike. <laughs> I tell you what. You know what this reminds me of, Mark? What's that? Maximum football 2019. Yes. <laughs> there it is. There the, it just is. the graphics. The gameplay is better on this, of course. Man, I'm going to I'm up to see if I can find a copy of this game somewhere. I yeah, forgot. I, I still got it. Got about this game. Yeah. Micah, it's on eBay for 20 bucks. Yeah. Problem is, I got I have to see if my 64 is still at my parents' house. Dude, I have one, but it, it turns on, but the screen won't go anything. Like, it's just black. You, so need, just... A, you need a H, an HDMI uh, adapter, or is it is it black even with the component cables? It's black even with the... Uh... Component Ooh, cables. That needs a repair. Ooh. Yeah, I, I bought it from like some retro game store, um, and like the dude, like they test all their products, and so I felt comfortable buying it. And then like I got home and it just never worked. Huh. Which sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Dang. Oh. Yeah, maybe we need to do like a retro episode and just play some old 64 ps1 games i know i'm i want to supposed to go home sometime this soon so i'm gonna grab my copy of final fantasy 7 and get back to playing that you know i was gonna say i'm i'm literally playing final fantasy 8 right now so i'm already playing a ps1 game so micah you still have your 64 and ps1 uh i have my 64 i have 
my PS1, I have a, my PS2, and I have my Super Nintendo. Dang. Yeah. I, my original Nintendo I sold, which I kick myself every day for that. I should have kept it. Uh, it had the laser gun and everything for, for duck, uh, duck Hunt, the light gun. Um, but I sold it, and I sold my Genesis, which I really wish I'd have kept that too, even though I, I didn't have many games for it. Um, I don't have a PS3 or my 360 anymore. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's what I got. Micah, did you ever have the Power Glove? No, that was before my time. I wish I did have it, though. Uh, that thing looked amazing. I do remember the N Nintendo Power ads, though, for the magazine. Now you're playing with power. Remember those? <laughs> I remember, uh, Pizza Hut doing a lot of, like, um, commercials with, like, video game connections uh, back in the, like, early 90s, mid to early 90s. Um, but no, I don't, I don't have the power glove. I did have the game genie though. I don't even know what the game genie is. Yeah, I don't either. Game genie. All right. Oh, I'm going to educate you guys real quick. Then I'll, I'll, I'll get to my, to my game, but the game genie was, um, basically a, a cartridge mod for your, for your console, for your Nintendo or, or super Nintendo. Okay. So what you would do is you would stick your cartridge on the game genie and then you would insert the game genie into your console and it would basically change the code from your cartridge to the console and let you allow you to cheat if, if the game didn't have like any button inputs for cheats it would it would basically alter the code to give you like unlimited ammunition god mode and things like that also oh, it's kind of like a kind of like action replay yeah exactly exactly that's awesome. I was yep. gonna say, Micah, you know what this reminds me of? What's that? The Game Shark for the 64. Yep, it's the same concept. It's the same concept. Mark, I would game show genie. you some of our age is I used to borrow the Game Shark from Micah because I couldn't afford one. <laughs> and I, you know, I was living off mom and dad's money back then. And heck yeah. Micah had a Game Shark and we passed that thing back and forth. Game Shark was awesome. That's uh, right. I just saw like a picture of that on Reddit today of the Game Shark. Game Shark? Yeah. Did you see it for the for the N64 mark? Uh, I didn't know. I couldn't tell if it was for the. I think it was just like all the. Oh no! You'd know it for 64. You got go Google that yeah. image. That thing is cool. I have to go look it up. It was like I think it may have been for like the PlayStation when I saw it. Yeah, the one for the PlayStation came with a memory card. Um, yes. And that's how you like you would have to go to like whatever the the website was for it. I guess it was gameshark.com and you would basically you would download whatever code you wanted to use onto that memory card and then plug it in and it would change your game. Yeah. That's the crazy. One, the one for the 64, you would like stack it. Yeah. yeah I'm looking at it now. Yeah, they had this. I think it was a picture of like all the different GameShark things, that they, like products they made because this was in that picture, but it, so was the, the memory card. Yeah. So yeah, stacking it like on the sixty-four is the same concept as the game genie, except for it was the it was the granddaddy. It was the first one of all of them. Well, 
Uh, he learned something new every day. Yep. But that thing was awesome. I love that thing. All right. Well, are are you guys uh, have anything else to add about what you've been playing this week? Nope. All right. Um, are well, you sure you don't have anything else to add about maximum football? Just don't waste the ten dollars. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Sorry, that one was too good to pass up. Go ahead, Micah. Mark's like Mark. Uh, Mark's uh, put twenty four hours uh, in two <laughs> days in the maximum football. Um, no, so I, I'm. I have a couple games I'm talking about. One, the first one I'll mention just briefly. I mentioned it last week, um, but I've still been playing some uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands. Um, God, that game is underrated. Uh, plus, the theme is so good. You're you're tracking down the cartel in Bolivia, um, and I've gotten so into the theme of that game that I actually rewatched Sicario last night um, with uh, Benicio del Toro. That movie is still fantastic. Uh, from like I think it was made in 2015, but Alejandro Gillick is one of the coolest uh, anti-heroes in uh, current current cinema. So um, I've been playing that and really enjoying it. But the game that I'm really excited to talk about that I've played for a few days now, I teased it in the last episode, but I didn't want to talk too much about it. I hadn't gotten very far uh, in it. I've been playing the medium um, on the One uh, uh, X. And um, so before I get into my thoughts, um, I'll, I'll kind of just explain what the game is like. Um, it's a psychological horror uh, puzzle game. So it's very similar to Full Throttle that we were playing, right? So it's kind of the point and click, finding evidence, and solving puzzles, but it's, it's uh, a horror setting. And this game is creepy. You want to talk about a creepy game. This game has had has some legitimate scary parts. Um, Mark, I think you'd really dig it. Sweet. I was uh, I was worried you're going to come back this week and be like, it sucks. <laughs> no, it's um, the the thing I'll I'll say, and this is what my qualifier in it is that if you are expecting a game that has like a ton of action and combat in it, then this game is not for you. Okay. Um, so it is a su survival horror, but don't think of it in the veins of like a um, like a Resident Evil or a Silent Hill where you're running around, you're fighting, you know, demons and zombies and stuff. Um, think of it as kind of like the original Silent Hill, the atmosphere, but more of a, a puzzle game, if that makes sense. So um, did you ever play any more plague tale yes does it the trailer make for whatever reason makes you think it like the at least the actual gameplay like the controls are they would be similar to that is that like uh kind of yeah um i mean it's still it's got the fixed camera angle um so you're not really able to manipulate the camera in the medium um which actually does a lot for the atmosphere in the game uh because it kind of sets it up to be cinematic and it's kind of like tanky controls. Um, but it's kind of like the plague, excuse me, kind of like a plague tale. It's, it's more of a, I guess you could call it like a walking simulator type game where you're just walking around exploring these rooms rather than like an action or a stealth game. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, it's, I am really enjoying it. Uh, again, I'm a huge fan of horror, so it's up my alley. If you're not into that, you probably wouldn't dig this game at all. Um, the, uh, it's, it's definitely an homage to the early survival horror games, like the early Resident Evils and the early Silent Hills, especially the, the atmosphere, like I said. Um, but it's, it's coolest feature. Um, it's probably why it, it can't be played on the older consoles right now is that since you're a medium, a, a person who can communicate with spirits, um, you can, you basically simultaneously on these levels, your screen splits and you control your living character in the real world. And on the other half of the screen, there's the spirit version of your character navigating through the spirit world. I don't know if I'm, <laughs> if this is making sense, but like you could be in a room and there's like a locked door in the real world. And on the right hand side of your screen with yourself being projected to the spirit world, you can find things to help you open that door. So I'm looking at it online now. I see what you're saying, Micah. Um, first of all, the, the graphics look incredible on it. Oh, dude. Based the, on these screenshots that the, I'm looking at. The, the uh, cinematics aren't great like the an animation isn't great this is definitely like a double a game but the 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 rooms and the the uh like settings that you go into they are legitimately awesome yeah so, so oh, go, go ahead right oh, i was just gonna say do when you do the side by side that's not the whole game correct because not all the time no uh but it is substantial um in the game because that's 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 basically how you solve uh the puzzles so when it when the screen like splits in half are you do you not control the the character in the real world like it, you're just controlling your the spirit version or does you're, it like you're controlling them both simultaneous so like as you're walking through the real world you're actually you're walking through the spirit world as well Okay. Okay. So, to me, this is what made it only possible in the next gen. You're they're basically rendering two separate levels at the same time. Right. Um. But yeah, this it's it's a uh, it's crazy. Um, the sound design is top notch, out of this world. Like the sound is super creepy. Um, the uh, main character's voice actress is is good. I didn't really get invested in, in that character as much as I did the villain. Um, without spoiling anything, there's a villain in the game, kind of like the, the overall bad guy. The uh, Rip Burger. Yeah, exactly. The Rip, <laughs> Rip Burger? Uh, it, called The Maul. Um, and it's this, it's this like insane entity that you don't know is like if it's a demon or if it's a person or what um but troy baker does the voice acting for it and like anything else he ever does in video games it's it steals it steals the show um he goes from this real deep guttural demonic voice to like these whisper whispering like monologues of madness and stuff like it's it's really cool that sounds awesome. I'll definitely uh, have to check it out this week. Yeah. Um, I haven't finished it, so I don't know how the story resolves. So obviously, this isn't. This I'm not reviewing the game. You know what I mean? 
Um, right. So I don't know. The ending could totally suck and make me out to be a liar, you know. But <laughs> what I've played so far, I really enjoy. Um, it's a really cool concept. Uh, the fact that you, one of the things that you do in the game is you help spirits who are trapped on Earth cross over. Uh, so it has has sort of like a um, uh, like a I don't know I don't know how to word this um, almost like a detective type feel to it you know what I mean so like you have to find evidence to to help convince these these spirits that they can go um, I will say this though quit dude come on sorry guys my dog is going nuts. Um, I will say this, that there is some really dark subject matter in the game. So just know that going in. Um, it doesn't, it's not like done untastefully or vulgar or anything like that. But um, one of the tragedies that happens in the main area that you're exploring this hotel is pretty gnarly. That's something it's revealed early on? Uh, not, not super early on. Um, and I don't want to say what it is because it, it definitely spoils a big part of the, the story. Um, but you find out something about a character that you meet fairly early on and you're like, oh my gosh. Um, so just, just know that going in. It's the, some of the storylines are not for the faint of heart. That game, it takes place in like a Soviet Russian setting, doesn't it? Uh, 90s in Poland. So oh, okay right at the end of the soviet occupation of poland it's after the solidarity movement and all that um but yeah so uh, the architecture is soviet russian um but it's it's after this the union has, has left poland that setting is always so good in in horror like oh yeah for sure you ever play the stalker games yep exactly that's what i was thinking yep metro yep uh yeah this it's the setting is fantastic i can't i can't say enough good things about it um the main guy who designed the the environments especially that the uh the spirit world did a fantastic job have you guys seen the movie constantine with uh, it's been a really really long time okay well if you can imagine if you can think back to like what hell looked like in that movie with like just like weird stuff arms and limbs and like bones and and skin hanging everywhere that's what the spirit world looks like in this game oh gosh yeah uh to like go through places in the spirit world you have to cut open like doors that are covered with skin with a bone knife like it is it's metal uh but it's it's fantastic i was expecting like uh hollow knight vibes uh, I will the melancholy and like the sadness of Hollow Knight for sure. Um, but it is it is gnarly. <laughs> yeah, that sounds intense. Yeah, it's it's so good though. The, and this, I think the sound design is what really sells the the fear. Uh, because I I caught myself like looking around a room near the beginning of the game. Um. And like getting like super nervous just because of the no the sound, um, the guy who the composer and the sound designer for Silent Hill also designed the sound in this game. So um, 
is really atmospheric and it really it, it complements the visuals really well um do you play with it, headphones on no i played uh i got um right now i've been using the surround sound i'm out in the living room and it is working good now they say that they do recommend you play with headphones so i, I guarantee if you play with headphones it'd be even more intense so just it looks like most people are pretty much agreeing with you michael i even talking i've just been kind of tooling around on the internet but it got like an eight um on ign uh nine on steam i mean most people are giving it pretty good reviews and yeah there's actually a link here to the first 18 minutes of gameplay on series x yeah and i've just kind of been like thumbing through it just kind of looking at it and i'm thoroughly impressed with the way this game looks yeah it's it's awesome i know that some people who've kind of been naysaying the game i've talked to a couple of people who also played it and the, the people who don't enjoy it are the people who went into this game expecting it to be really action-packed um you know fighting demons and ghosts with like guns or powers or whatever and it's it's definitely not that but if you went into it expecting like a like an interactive kind of psychological horror detective uh, uh case that you got to solve um it's it's checks all the boxes wow yeah yeah i'm looking at now i just got to see a like a clip of the two dual screen mm -hmm. that's pretty interesting yeah i i'm i'm interested to see what they do going forward i, I feel like they're going to make another one um, I mean, obviously, I don't know. I haven't beat the game, so I don't know if it leaves room for a, a sequel. Um, but I think the idea is really good, um, and it's already turned a profit. So, wow, uh, yeah. When a when a game turns a profit in what? How many days has it been? Not quite a week. Yeah, I said it released on the twenty eighth. Yeah, so a little over a week, but already profitable after after you know just a few days. So, yeah interesting this is an exclusive it's not on, it's not on playstation is it uh as far as i know it is not on playstation um That's what I thought. not that it couldn't possibly come i'm the the company who made it um they've made a bunch of horror games uh a lot of for pc so like layers of fear uh they made it they made the new blair witch game um so they're they're really good at at the horror genre. So I'd be surprised if it doesn't eventually come out on uh, other hardware. Yeah. Well, it looks like it's on PC as well. So that's, Oh, there you go. That covers that. But it could be a console exclusive then for, for yeah. uh, series X. Well, interesting game. Glad you brought that one up, Micah. Yeah. I can't wait. As soon as I finish it, I'll let you guys know what I think of the story overall. Uh, right now that I really like the story. Um, but just like like I said, if you haven't played it yet and you're thinking of playing it, um, please play it. But make sure there's no kids in the room because <laughs> <laughs> it gets pretty intense. So, Mark, do you typically play with a headset on or do you play with just TV sound or? Uh, I typically play with a headset on just because I have roommates and I keep my Series X out in our living room. And so if I'm playing like late at night, it's just easier to turn it down and play with the headset. See, I'm I'm kind of with Micah. I like to play with the like I have a sound bar. Um, I don't know. For me, wearing a headset for a long period of time kind of aggravates me. See, I have I have one of the Razer headsets, 
Uh, and that this has been my favorite headset I've ever had. Like it's comfortable no matter how long I wear it. Um, and uh, so I don't mind it with this one. But yeah, like if I'm uh, like back um, back home, I have a different setup there that has better like sound. I just don't like a sound bar or, like anything up here, and I don't want to be that roommate. Yeah, no, I understand yeah. that. I have the luxury of having my own spot, so I can turn it up to however I want. I will say, I do think, like, like for games like uh, when I played, like, Phasmophobia or, like, Metro, um, like, I do like, I do prefer the headphones for horror just because I feel like it, it at least makes me feel more immersed because it's, you know, all the sounds right there. Right. Yeah, I can I see that for need to that, try. that style. I need to try it with the medium. Cause like I said, I think, I think with the headset on, it's even, it's even more intense. Like, just with the surround sound, you hear the whispers going on around you, and it kind of freaks you out. But I, I guarantee you, with a headset, it'd be crazy. I'm trying to think. Um, it's pretty recent. I was I was playing a horror game, but I can't remember uh, remember what it was. Um, but yeah, I was like in my apartment by myself playing it out in the living room, and I I I I actually got kind of freaked out. Like I was like, I like paused the game. Was just like you know. Like looking around the room I was in, um, <laughs> making sure it wasn't coming from in the room. Yeah, you know, just taking a just taking a moment, like just in case. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah. So for horror games, I think headphones are the best. For sure, that's fair. That's fair. So. Ryan, I know you say you don't play many horror games, um, but if I can give you some advice, something to try out. Uh, the demo for Resident Evil Village is on PS5 right now. Um, download it. I think I think you'll be impressed what Resident Evil is doing right now. You know, I played. I can't remember which one I played, but I played an old Resident Evil game. I I don't mind them. I'm just not big in the horror game. I will yeah. tell you this. I'll give that a shot for sure. Um, yeah. If it's free, it's for me. So I'll try that. Right. Uh, you'll you'll be you're just going to be amazed at. You're going to be amazed at how this game looks. Yeah. But what I did tell Mark that I do want to try, and I know I will immediately regret it, but I do want to download a horror game on the Quest. Oh, dude, yes. That'd be amazing. Um, I don't know how it'll go, because <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine, you know what I mean? But, I'll say, uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to cut you off. I just say, I, I, but I, I just want to try it, you know? Yeah, I'll say... So my friend that had the quest before I had my quest, he brought it up to my apartment one night. Um, it was me and him and another buddy of ours. But we bought one of the Exorcist games that's on the oh, quest. Heck no. Heck Dude, no. It was intense, man. I like guarantee it. We were uh taking turns and like, you know, watching the person play is hilarious. But then when I put it on, um it was kinda like along the same lines, like you're like a detective, I think. Um but I'm like in a mental hospital and um, like you can hear like you can hear it like whispering behind you. And it's like, you know, oh, my God, dude, it's insane. And then like the the villain or whatever, like I was like, you have to like walk up to like a door with like one of those like small square panels in it where you can like look through it. So, of course, he's not there. And then like you turn around and you turn and you turn back and look through it. And he's like standing right there, like screaming. Right. Oh, my gosh. Heck no. I, 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 if you enjoy horror, though, you know, like it's scary, but like you're like, it's also really fun. Oh, for sure. 
Yeah, I the one I've been looking at is Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh my god, dude. Oh. That game, screw that game. Uh you want to talk about jump scares. Oh man. That's oh, without VR. Yeah. And also there's a game called Layers of Fear which looks kind of cool. So I Yeah. Don't know. Uh the people who made uh the medium made Layers of Fear. Oh really? It's the, yeah, okay. it's first person, this one third person, but it if the atmosphere is the same. So yeah, if you, if you pick that up, you'll kind of see you'll get a good idea of what the atmosphere is in the medium. Yeah, I mean just walking through this with VR, I don't know, man. That's gonna be wild. Do they have phasmophobia for VR? Uh I think it's VR through the PC. Like you're like Oh, I got you. But it does exist. God. Like it supports it, which I think would be awesome. So I've watched videos of it since you mentioned it. Um few episodes back and uh yeah i that in vr i couldn't imagine because it looks scary just just playing it as is yeah dude no one wants to say it but everyone secretly wants to be the guy on truck duty oh for sure i guarantee it <laughs> i don't want you walk around that house dude it's it's not to go on top but it's the worst when everyone's in the in the house and like stuff starts going sideways and you're trying to get out and they close like the door on you you're just you're the only one in there with it, man. <laughs> they leave you. That game is awesome. Like that saying, right? You don't have to be fast. You have to be faster than the slower third. Yep. Mm. Do you have any other games you played this week, Micah? No, that was uh that was it. Um kind of got heavy in the medium, and then I just had I've had a ton of uh, work this week. We uh, progress reports go home tomorrow, so um, it's been a, a week of, of heavy grading for me. Yeah, it's it's been a busy week. So, yep. but we got some games in. We, sounds like we got some pretty neat ones. Just everybody besides Mark, uh, maximum football. <laughs> maximum football. Yeah, Doug Flutie's maximum football. Not my not a memorable week in gaming for me. Well, it is memorable, just not. Just not in a good way. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. Well, we'll pick it up again next week, I suppose. Sounds good. Hey, guys, if you want to get shout outs and uh, hear a special episode, be sure to go by patreon.com slash digital theory podcast. Yes, please check us out. Well, fellas, have a good week. We'll see you next time. Talk we'll to you in a bit.